Welcome to the Side Hustle to Small Business podcast powered by Hiscox. I'm your host, Sanjay Parekh. Throughout my career, I've had side hustles, some of which have turned into real businesses. But first and foremost, I'm a serial technology entrepreneur. In the creator space, we hear plenty of advice on how to hustle harder and why you can sleep when you're dead. On this show, we ask new questions in hopes of getting new answers. Questions like, how can small businesses work smarter? How do you achieve balance between work and family? How can we redefine success in our businesses so that we don't burn out after year three? Every week, I sit down with business founders at various stages of their side hustle to small business journey. These entrepreneurs are pushing the envelope while keeping their values. Keep listening for conversation, context, and camaraderie. Hi, and welcome to Hiscox Side Hustle and Small Business Podcast. I'm excited to have today's guest here with us today, Joel Allman of Monster Monkey. Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'd love for you to give us a couple of minutes about your background, and we are definitely going to be diving into Monster Monkey because I love that name. <laughs> right. But first, tell us a little bit about you. I grew up in a, like a design world where I like to draw and make things and build stuff. And so I went to graphic design work, and that was primarily my whole entire life. Yeah. And then I decided to go into design. So everything I own, I want to go fast. I want to build fast. So I started doing crazy cart stuff. And right when COVID hit, we had nothing to do but ride crazy carts because nobody could do anything. So I produced, or I started to produce parts and motors for crazy carts. Okay. Since most people are probably not going to know what a crazy cart is. What (laughs) is a crazy cart? So a crazy cart is designed and made by Razor. Okay. And it is a... So the people that make those uh, those scooters. Right, right. It's a it's a drift cart. Okay. Pull a bar on the side and you can drift. Okay. They're for kids. kind. Of, well, they came out, they started as kids. So eight miles an hour, 10 miles an hour yeah, you, you, don't, you don't represent a kid to me really. No, this no. So. <laughs> so we take them and make them anywhere from 30-ish to 45 miles an hour. Okay. So you have to change the motor and the parts and all the batteries and all that stuff. So that's okay. where I came into play. So souped up crazy cars oh, yes, is what we're talking about. So definitely. pretend like you're in Fast and Furious, the movie, oh, and right, you're drifting right, right. Uh, in, in a small vehicle. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Very small. Like the, the standard carts are throw in the back of a car small. Wow. And okay. The, the XL came out because parents are are bigger kids wanted to ride them, I guess. So that's a little bigger. You have to have a truck or like a, a sport utility. Okay. But, and, yeah. and how are these things powered? They're gas They're powered? battery powered. Battery powered. Yeah. Okay. So, so electric motors is the future. Right. Everything goes to electric. Yeah. Um, and you get instant torque out of them too. Instant torque. Right. Um, so, so in 2020 was my first prototype. Okay. My buddy told me that it couldn't be done because we were using brush motors that come in them. Okay. I went brushless, so you get more power, more torque. Right. And he just told me I couldn't do it. So in 2020, I did it, and he's like, man, this is the way. You get better performance, you get better torque, you get yeah. better speed, and then your battery lasts longer. Yeah. So. Okay, so you've got this career as a graphic designer, mm-hmm. and then you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that no, anymore. No. Uh, I'm gonna go all in on this crazy car thing. Right. Is that essentially what happened? And- I mean, close to it. Okay. I, I still do um, 3D design and 3D prototyping 
Okay. So I, I still design. I'm just not a graphic designer as much anymore. Okay. Still so, do graphic design work here and there. So, so. You, like that's a side hustle then for you now? Is is the main hustle the crazy cart? The thing? crazy cart is the part where I'm pushing right now for Monster Monkey. Yeah. Okay. But the the other stuff keeps me afloat while I'm pushing the crazy cart stuff. Okay. Yeah. So so you don't have like a regular full-time job with anybody. It's oh, your own no, thing. No, You're just no. doing all yeah. the stuff yourself. Yeah. Okay. I got to ask the name Monster Monkey. Uh, it's a great uh, name. I like the alliteration. I always love alliteration names like that. Where does that name come from? So the, the, the monkey part of my life comes from Curious George, which is old. <laughs> great story, but also a great movie. Right. I love it. Yeah. And um, I just got into everything growing up. So everybody started calling me Curious George. Okay. So now everything I Even own, though your name is Joel yeah, and not yeah. George, but okay. Joel never gets a, a good nickname though. <laughs> That's true. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> so Curious George is where, what stuck or George or whatever. Right. So everything I ha have and own gets a sticker of a monkey if it's mine. Okay. So when we started doing crazy cart parts, I went with Monster Monkey because it's just an overpowered cart. Right. So I was just thinking monster, overpowered. Right. And then monkey. So all the parts on the cart that I'm designing have a name with monkey in it. Okay. I actually have a monkey wrench that I designed. <laughs> and then the casters will be monkey feet or monkey foot is the caster. Right. And then one eye monkey is the headlight because it only has one headlight. Okay. So we're calling that one eye monkey. Got it. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's just a play on everything monkey. Everything monkey. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm assuming you're not the only one that's doing this kind of stuff. Were you, like, where were you in the, the the kind of scheme of things of people souping up these crazy carts? So ta Taxi Garage is the forefront of everything crazy cart. They they are the the first kids that were like, hey, we're going to make these things fast. Okay. So Taxi Car or Taxi Garage is literally the mecca of your fast cart yeah. parts. They do power coating. Okay. Full kits and everything. Okay. Yeah. So did you see them doing that stuff and that's what kind of drove you or um, did you go on your own? I just went another direction with brushless. Okay. So, so it's the same premise, um, right. but different direction in, in things. But okay. Yeah, they definitely are the ones that everybody looks for. Okay. For for inspiration. They're, yeah. They're the guys for sure. And they're, where are they based out of? They're in Florida. Okay. They used to live up here, and I guess at some point they moved down to Florida. Okay. So they're down there. Um, I think most of them actually drift real cars. Oh, okay. So, so they're big into the scene, and then they have their little carts, their crazy carts that they drift to. So that's right. cool. Right. So w what's kind of your thought about the business itself? Like, where are you trying to take this? Um, j just enough to where I can just, uh, I don't know, just live a more fun life, I guess. Yeah. Like less stressful and just, just a carefree, yeah. go have fun, um, kind of life. Is, is the company just you right now? Yes. Or is there, okay. Yeah. It'll just, it'll be me for a while. Cause okay. I wear many hats. Yeah. So is, is your thought like, to grow this, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. If it, if it grows like, and manufactures, then yeah, I mean, definitely. I design a lot of things, so yeah. So right now, in many, like you talked about the monkey feet, do that's you manufacture all me. those that's yourself. All me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
slow process I'm imagining because yeah. it's one yeah. at a time type yeah. of deal. Yeah, which like, is crazy. How, how are you thinking about that growth of the, the company? Uh, just trying to get companies that can make smaller or parts of things to okay. get those in faster for me to put together faster, so to speak, right. would be how I would do it. Instead of making a wiring harness, I would have somebody make part of the wiring harness. I can get a batch of those to grow the business and then I put them together Right, would speed things up. So yeah. I could still do quality control and make sure everything's good right? without having to ship everything out to do yeah. it. So, yeah, got it. Yeah. So it, it sounds like um, you've been kind of hustling for a while doing oh, entrepreneurial yeah. things. Always. What was the first thing that you did? Something as a kid maybe that was entrepreneurial? Um, every Everything since I was little is always a hustle to make some kind of money to yeah. sell something. What's the first thing? Can you remember? God, I, I couldn't Like I, I sold candy bars to other kids right, in right. elementary school. I can't remember something that, oh man. I mean, anything you can think of. I mean, 2016, even though that's not like early stuff, was 3D printers. I mean, I, I got my first 3D printer in 2016. Yeah. So I was selling parts off of that a lot. Yeah, uh, custom parts? Or, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so before everybody got 3D printers, <laughs> you could sell a prototype. Right. Because a, a normal person, if you wanted a prototype, you would have to send it to China. Right. Spend $10,000 to get molds made and, Weeks. and all that. Yeah, and Weeks then you get time, it back, yeah. and if it's wrong, you have to do another ten grand. Right. So, like, people were coming to me from friends of friends. Hey, can you make this part? And I'd be like, yeah, just give me product of uh, dimensions i'll build it bill you and then print you a part and they could hold a part without going to china and see within if every, days yeah, probably yeah, right yeah at the most a week right i mean some of the prints would be three or four days but yeah. it would be a product that they could hold and check fitment and everything so right so, really so cool. do you feel like that experience set you up for what monster monkey is oh, right yes, now yes yes in manufacturing yes, yes. 3d printers is a forefront of everybody's um, creativity coming out of their mind. I yeah. mean, it, it is, it's insane. Yeah. Like the, you can just sit down, make something and then wake up and have a part right. that you could at least prototype or use, um, if it's not structural. Right. Which is very cool. And, and we're starting to now move into a place where there's metal 3d printers yes. as well. Yes. Have you had any experience with those? I haven't. They're very expensive. Astronomical, yeah. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're coming down, though. There are, are There are kids who are developing smaller, m more home-based ones. Yeah. That, that will be in my house soon right. <laughs> if, if they, they make that, yeah. The, the, uh, it, listening to you talk, it somewhat feels like this uh, whole uh, business and side hustle is really just an opportunity for you to get toys in the house oh, yes. to play with. Okay, oh, that's, yes. that's a great way oh, of going yes. about this. Yes. I appreciate yes. that quite a bit. Yes, I, if there's anything that I need to build, <laughs> I get a new toy and, to and play with. And for listeners that me. are not watching the video, Joel just air quoted need to build, yeah. just so you know. That I have a product that I can use for my own stuff. So yes, yeah, yeah I mean, I yeah. That's so, so where's the, where's the shop for making all this? Is in this my your backyard. Garage? Backyard. Yeah, yeah. I have a forty-two by twenty-five shop. Okay. Um, yeah, and my CNC lathe, my um, laser, my CNC router, um, 
all my woodworking equipment. Yeah. I mean, I've bought tools since I was little. So right. every tool you can imagine to work on cars. I used to build cars and, okay. and stuff like that. I feel like I know where I'm going now when I need something fixed. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm the guys, my dad. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, this is broken. They're like, what do you think that I can just fix that? <laughs> just some random thing. But I mean, most of the time I do. I mean, yeah. w growing up, that's what I did most. My dad would give me broken VCRs or broken whatever when they would break. Right. And I could take them apart and see how they work and everything. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. That, I think that's one of the big things that's missing nowadays. Kids can't take things apart. I used oh, to no. take things apart, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. I was a kid, I can't yeah. tell you how much electronics I right. took apart and then never was able to exactly. put back together again. But you, the, the good thing about taking it apart is you get to see the inside and right. how it works is is why I took stuff apart. Right. Like, how does that DVD actually go in and lower or, or a VHS go in and lower? Right. How does a DVD spin up yeah. and a laser move and all that stuff? Yeah. That, that just helps build other things. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Input equals output. Support for this podcast comes from Hiscox, committed to helping small businesses protect their dreams since 1901. Quotes and information on customized insurance for specific risks are available at Hiscox.com. Hiscox, the business insurance experts. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about kind of how you're thinking about the businesses and how you manage with the, the stress of running a business and all that stuff. You know, these things that you're doing are very hands-on, intensive things. You know, for me, I just sit around on a computer and type <laughs> right, all day long. Right, so right. it's it's very different, I think. So how do you manage kind of that stress of running a business and, and kind of all the rest of life? Um, <laughs> I, I don't really get stressed. Okay. I, I run That's at a good a, way of managing I, yeah, stress. <laughs> I run at a high frequency anyway. Uh -huh. So sitting doesn't work. Um, okay. I'm just go all the time. Yeah. Um, my six-year-old that I have a lot of the time definitely... <laughs> plays a part in harder time management, I guess. Right. But um, yeah, I just try to keep notes and just follow the notes and just stay on path. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to hop from one to the other, but if bills need to get paid and somebody's gonna pay me for a job, I might have to pivot that day right. and do graphics or do 3D design or print. Right. And the good thing about printing, it takes a long time to print, you can start a print for somebody that's paying you and then pivot to go to another job. Right. So you yeah. don't have to babysit the print. Yeah, just, just let just it go. go. And, and while it's printing, you're making money somewhere doing something else. Right. So. Um, you, you mentioned having a six year old. Like, how do you think about that kind of balancing work and life and family and all those things? Just throw it up in the wind and hope for the best. <laughs> I mean, that it's, it's literally day to day with a six year old. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, the other day I was working and she needs lunch. You gotta stop. I'm not eating lunch. <laughs> right. I want to make money. <laughs> so so yeah, or something needs to be fixed or she wants to go outside and play. And, right. and of course I'm going outside with her. So it's like, okay, let me finish this and we'll go outside. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's it's um it's a very good balance between dad and, and getting business done, but I like it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just stay up there, that high frequency, and just keep going for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Is, is is your daughter uh, helping you out at all? Oh yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. Stuff? Since she was two, she picked up hammers and she would stand beside me and just knock on stuff. And she loves building stuff. She organizes all my stuff. She she loves organization and stuff. So that's great. That's uh, good. Yeah, I love that. 
Um, okay, uh, let's kind of uh, talk about kind of the, the process that you went into uh, in thinking about this and, and kind of the, the concerns that you have. Did, did you have any kind of nervousness or, or concerns about trying to launch uh, these, com- you know, quitting your job and launching oh, these companies? Yeah. Like, yeah. how did you think about that? That's, and- a, that's a big um, jump, I guess. Right, because you're you you're brought up through your whole life to stay on track, right, and do this and do right. that, stay in line, yeah. Don't talk back, don't talk to your right teachers, all that stuff. So, so how did you break that mold for yourself? I just I woke up one day and was like, I can't. I was like, I mean, <laughs> being a graphic designer in a corporate world isn't the same thing as being a sales guy in a corporate world. I right, mean, we had radios on in our office all time. Just right. It was it was upbeat and you could do stuff that you can't do in another office. Right. So it's not like I was stuck in a cubicle corporate. Right. I was in a room full of designers and we played all day and and it's fun because you're playing with colors and right. making stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't corporate corporate, but like I just got to the point where if you're working for somebody else to make the same product, why are you giving them all the money kind of thing? Right. Okay. So, so, so that was your realization. Yeah, as I mean, why. I, my whole entire life, I give ideas to people that I'm working for, right. and they're making the money, and it's uh, and you're getting a sliver of it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I just one day you wake up and you're like, I can do this by myself, yeah, or, or at least try, I right? Mean, so, but, how, yeah. So, how did you think about that? Like, was it? Oh, I, I, sa- like, I saved up enough money, okay, I, and I was just like, <laughs> bye. And how long did it take you to save up uh, the um, money that you needed to I, I worked a good, I saved up a good year of my last job that I was working. Okay. And like ramen noodles every night and, and not buying anything just to save up that bulk money. Right. And that was my cushion. So a one-year cushion is what? Yeah, to somewhere make the in there. Jump. And then just jump and yeah. Yeah, start trying to make money. Yeah. And how did you find people, clients initially? Oh, word of word is is crazy around here. I mean, right. you talk to anybody and somebody knows somebody who's bigger and bigger and corporate and all that stuff. Right. It's just word of mouth for the most part. Yeah. And did you start that process once you left or did you like uh, I've start been, beforehand? I've been networking most of my life. Okay. I mean, just know the right people for getting stuff done, parts and, and things like that. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, let's kind of switch gears and talk about, like you've talked about, man, when somebody needs something done, you got to switch gears and get it done. Oh, yeah. Um, how do you balance that with health and, you know, wellness and I, all of those things? I, <laughs> do, I do, do you not? <laughs> Is that a foreign word for yeah, you, Joel? Yeah. <laughs> I sleep eight hours about once a week, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And then some nights two, some nights four, yeah. Yeah, it's, and what is it that's that's keeping you up? Is it because you're excited about the work or is it the pressure of the work? What is it that's uh, Excited. That? Okay. Actually designing things. Okay. So, so when you work for yourself, if you're not working, you're not making money. Right. So my brain works better at night, I'm a night owl. Okay. So if I'm working till two, two thirty, three in the morning, my brain is like excited and just wants to build and wants right. to work. 
and then I'll have to go to bed, and then my daughter gets up at six for school. <laughs> so I'm right back up at six. Right. Okay. Just tired, <laughs> getting my daughter ready for school. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't ever do this. <laughs> just go to school. <laughs> so, so how do you how do you make uh, it through the day? Because oh, two or three hours is, is rough. Just don't sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 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 thing that kills somebody like me is sitting. As soon as you sit for lunch, as soon as you just <laughs> tell your body it's okay to stop and sit down, that's right. you might as well quit the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're not making no. you sit for too long <laughs> no. here for the no, podcast. Good view. <laughs> it is a great view <laughs> yeah. for those of you that are watching on the video. Yes. yes. Um, okay. So uh, you know, kind of thinking back to um, everything that you've done, I, obviously you've probably reflected back on on the things that you did and didn't do right and wrong and all those types of things. Is there something that you'd go back and do differently knowing what you know now? Nope. Not a thing. Not a thing. You don't regret one thing no, being like, no, I, I mean, wish I'd done this earlier. No, because- like, the, Did you wish you'd left your job earlier and, and done your own thing? Not earlier? really, because no? I feel like I was there when I needed to be there. Yeah. So, so anything that I struggled through, I feel like that's a lesson that I took and know, hey, maybe later on, I don't need to do it that way. Right. So if you go back, if you have a regret and you go back and fix it, you're gonna do that same regret at some other time in your life. Right. Because you didn't learn it then. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what are some of those lessons that you picked up um, from like those early jobs? Watch your money. <laughs> Watch your yeah. money, yeah. Yeah, when you're ordering parts, don't over order parts. Yeah. Um, just, just small things like that. Um, make sure you're ordering stuff that people want Right. You don't want to sit on inventory if it's your own inventory. Yeah. If you're working for corporate, sure. Because <laughs> it's not your money at that just, point, right? Just sit on inventory. But Right, yeah. yeah D- just, have you been in those situations where you overordered and then you I, I definitely have a lot of parts at my house, yeah. Right, right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and look, do you have a strategy of getting rid of them? Or I, yeah, I like, can't. They're, yeah. um, they're products where you thought was going to work. Right. So you ordered parts put them together, tested them, and they didn't work. And yeah. then you have like 10 sets of them, <laughs> right. like a 10 set, and then the next revision's a 10 set. Right. And it didn't work. Right. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of parts that just sit. I mean, eventually I could take all that metal and just go recycle it and get some money back. Right. Or just use the those parts on something that I build. That, right. That would work. So how do, how do you fix that problem for yourself in the future then? Just I- spend more time 3D printing. Oh, okay. So, so spend spend the extra three days or four days, whatever. On the prototyping to get a prototype that Got you it. can use um, is the main thing. Don't get so jumpy about getting it done. Print one and be like, oh, I can change this just a little bit. Send it off and get it yeah. uh, bent or whatever, and then it comes back and it's not right. Right. I think think that would be it. It's a, that's an interesting kind of lesson about entrepreneurship. I think in general is that sometimes we get so excited about diving into one thing. Right. And not really understanding what the market is for that. Yeah. The, talk about the the kind of the market for crazy carts and the things that you do. Um, so you're kind of selling these these upgrades and things to do these things. How do you think about the marketing side of it or, or do you not? Uh, sometimes I do. Most of the time it's what I would want. Okay. So I ride with a, a couple different kids, and if I'm riding and I can, I feel like I could change something. I talk to everybody like, "Hey, would this like help?" Right. And they're like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Then I go home and stay up for three days and design something <laughs> and then 3D print it and then show them. And they're like, dude, like, right. we just talked about this. So you have like a focus group just kind of built in oh, with people yeah. that you're, oh, you're yeah. writing with. Yeah. And that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. you sit in a white room, you're not going to have anything good come out of it. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Like you just need input from people. Right. What, what about marketing kind of on the other side of like of Monster Monkey overall? Like, are you thinking about that? Are you doing like SEO, like ads? Like, yeah, what are you doing? so we do ads for my other business or whatever, or we did do ads. Uh-huh. Once I get a, a footing and get most of the people word of word of word parts, right? then I'll start trying to grow all that and get ads out and SEO and all that stuff for that. Right. So it's, it's um, I feel like I you have to like grow slowly sometimes. Yeah. You can't just throw all your eggs in a basket and then lose all that because you jump too high. Right. So yeah, that will all come eventually, the right. ads and, and SEO stuff and, and start pushing hard once I have inventory coming in on a regular basis and I can see what's coming in and what's going out and how I can scale that up right. without losing stuff. Right. That will get bigger, yeah. hopefully, yeah. Um, okay, last question for you. Uh, if you were talking to somebody who's thinking about doing what you did, quitting their job, starting a side hustle, starting a small business, what piece of advice would you have to do? Do it. <laughs> Simple advice. Just, uh, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's same thing, having a kid. When's the best time to have a kid? Never. <laughs> When's the best time for you to stand up from your job and just go, I'm going to go do something? It's never a good time, ever. <laughs> you just yeah. can't. It's yeah. not. It's not. Unless, unless you have just massive amounts of money. Right. Like, sure. Yeah. But the average person that's working the average nine to five, there's not a good time for you to go do what you want to do. Right. So, so you literally just have to get up and go do it. Like, or at least try to side hustle after work. I mean, I've done that with 3D prints. Yeah. You go work a 10 hour shift and come home for five or six hours and work on your own stuff. Yeah. And then try to sleep somewhere in there. <laughs> and who cares about eating? Cause you, you're more worried about sleep. Right. But yeah, it's just a do it. Phase. Well, so I said that was the last question. I actually lied because um, I want to ask you, how do you think about the downsides of doing it? Like when you did this, sleep? did you think about the downsides? <laughs> no, you don't ever think about lack of sleep, lack of eating, lack of just everything that has to do with you yeah. gets thrown out of the window sometimes. Yeah. So so you wanting to go do something, are you going <laughs> to do anything? Eating out sometimes or getting eight hours of sleep a night yeah. might not happen. Right. It just is not there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this has been fascinating, Joel. <laughs> If our listeners want to find and connect with you or, or buy some crazy cart parts, where can they do so that? So the crazy cart parts is monkey, monstermonkeyparts.com. Okay, monstermonkeyparts.com. Yeah. What about if they want to connect with you directly? Uh, flatlinecustoms at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Joel. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Side Hustle to Small Business podcast powered by Hiscox. To learn more about how Hiscox can help protect your small business through intelligent insurance solutions, visit Hiscox.com. That's H-I-S-C-O-X.com. And if you have a story you want to hear on this podcast, 
please visit hiscox.com slash share your story. I'm your host, Sanjay Parikh. You can find out more about me at my website, sanjayparikh.com.